سامي واش راك لا بس الحمد لله واش راك خويا يا خويا يا خويا سا في تري تري بليزير دو تافوار هنايا معانا تلاقينا في ليفانمون تاع تاع مابينغ دونك انا رحت نشوف فينا ميا مو ياسمين شوت اوت تو هير اي دونك هي اكسبوزي تماك جو فيغ في ليديتينغ راح ندير هكا فوتو تاع مابينغ باسكو باسكو عندي اوكي اوكي اي دونك فوالا رحت شفت جيتي جيتي فريمون امبريسيوني بار 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 ليفانمون هذاك عجبني عجبوني لار كي ايتي اكسبوزي و ثاني عجبتني لاتموسفير تاع لا موزيك لي جون كي ايتي انفيتي Et puis, il y avait une ère de science-fiction. Fidar qui m'a dit Abdel Taif, il y une maison traditionnelle. Tu vois, ça faisait d'où nous la Star Wars, tu vois. En fait, c'était les ateliers, de, enfin, des ateliers sur la création d'art numérique qu'on avait animé à nous, à nous, à nous, Et oui, Yasmin a fait un super autoportrait, un est animé. Au gars, toutes les œuvres liches dans ma le jour ont été produites en même pas trois jours, en partant de zéro, chef, incluant l'installation et tout. Donc, Anna, j'étais très très content, vraiment, les étudiants, les élèves. Est-ce que, est-ce que tu peux m'expliquer ce que c'est le mapping déjà Je pense que parce que le titre de l'événement c'était mapping, c'est ça Je me rappelle plus, mais C'est de la projection architecturale, c'est-à-dire que tu as comme un vidéoprojecteur, tu fais une projection qui est même cinéma, il y a une projection sur un écran rectangulaire ou la carré ou sans relais ou plat. Quand tu fais du mapping, c'est quand tu projettes sur des formes non régulières. Par exemple, tu projettes sur une forme circulaire ou là tu projettes euh, sur euh, un building avec euh, du relief. De toute façon, quand même, c'est les vidéos que tu fais en ligne, là sur une voiture ou là, etc. Un, une personne. Oui, hey, uh, tell me about your involvement in uh, in that event. Okay, so you want to do it in English, right? Uh, it's up to you. I don't. Or are we gonna just <laughs> jump from French, English, Arabic? Actually, actually, I'm thinking of uh, of uh, of switching the whole podcast to English when uh, when uh, possible, uh, because uh, I'm starting okay. I'm starting to have uh, an international um, audience. So American audience. Not not only American. Uh, some people from uh, from Holland. Some people from all over the world. Okay, yeah. we can do it. We can do it. Let's in, do it uh, in English, English, so people all over can uh, can understand. Yeah. So tell me about your. And invo- I will say some words in Arabic for sure. Of course, yeah. Well, my, my involvement, like uh, Lark, called me to animate uh, workshops about digital art. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Uh, so I took the flight just. I went to uh, Algeria just for this. <laughs> so I was their uh, teacher. And I was like, uh, well, we're going to talk a bit about uh, visual effects for cinema and video games and stuff. But you cannot learn this in a few days. What I can show you if you're a digital artist or artist, what I can show you is that just you can make cool projections pretty quick. With You can learn some tools and we can have a party. And that's what we did. 
Yeah, and what a party it was. Um, uh, like cool i'm really i'm really glad you liked it yeah i, I liked it a lot especially uh the people who were invited only like cool journalists uh there was the sneak uh hotep i think he's called who was there yeah, yeah um so uh, i actually uh, was with uh yasmin uh, one of uh, the people who exposed in the uh in the event our our common friend our common friend yeah actually i we have i realized later that, that we have other common friends uh yeah of course yeah so i was talking to her and uh and then she bought actually started talking about video games and how i started i bought a playstation and i'm playing all the playstation titles and uh she was like uh, hey uh she started actually talking about you and uh your involvement of video games and then suddenly the conversation turned into like a uh half an hour appreciation of uh, sami so <laughs> like honestly <laughs> like um no we could we could we had fun like we had fun i have a lot of respect of uh, uh mm. her work and uh her so i'm really glad that she was uh saying nice things about me. yeah she she wasn't just saying nice things we were both saying really really nice things about you uh so we were talking about how generous you are how uh how much um uh how how much you like to share your experiences your knowledge uh with other people especially with algerian with algerians uh, you have um, you have a youtube channel right which is called yes. sami 64 is it the only youtube channel you have? i have uh, several youtube channels Sorry? okay so the ones the ones that i'm aware about is the gaming one yeah and then I'm, i don't yes. know if it's uh, i don't know if uh, those two are different uh, youtube channels but uh, you also uh, do explanation videos about what you do about uh, yes it's uh, a, it's the same effects. one like mm -hmm. uh, i'm gonna get back to that youtube channel but before that i'll answer your first question you know about sharing stuff myself i study in insiag you know institute Abir Modalais. it sucks big time so uh i wanted when i was uh younger i wanted like to have someone that can just like push me and uh, and tell me uh, you know what just you can just do it just do this and this and be organized and you can do it and you can live your dreams and you can have your dream job and you can do whatever you want but i never had it i i only had people telling me that uh you know what this is for uh for them for american this is not for algeria this kind of bullshit yeah so i was like you know what fuck that well i can't i can't say uh, you say can swear yeah. Fucking yeah 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 mm. okay fuck so i was like fuck this shit and i was like you know what i'm gonna do this because they tried to stop me in my whole career you know and i i would say i went far but i did everything i wanted so for me inspiring the younger generation to do digital art is like natural i started doing video mapping in 2007 8. when i started doing it in uh, in algeria no one was doing it literally no one i was looking for people who can do it with me so we can share look uh, i uh, i learned uh, some cool stuff and i couldn't find anyone anyway then after people started to do it to do it but only commercially i've never seen artists playing with it sadly so for me it was like yeah let's teach uh, this bunch of really really different uh, artists to do this and they do it really well and i think uh, we can have more uh, more artists do artists doing that mm -hmm. uh I yeah 
you were, yes. were going to uh, talk about yeah. your YouTube channels. Let, let me talk a bit about uh, about uh, why I share. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, before coming to that before, YouTube channel, before starting, uh, it's something in it. Just one thing. Uh, at some point, we're going to have to talk about your career. Yes. So yeah, tell me ab- tell me about why you share. Why are you so generous? Because uh, I, I, as a confirmation it's not about of what, I don't think. yeah, sorry, as a confirmation of what you were saying, uh, in Algeria there aren't many people who push you or share with you stuff. There are a lot of people who bring you down, who tell you yeah, um, it's like sadly yeah yeah. So you do Look, the complete contrary. Uh, so yeah, tell me why do you like to share so much? Here is the thing. Here is the thing. I don't believe in that. Uh, saying that says uh, that we say in Algeria. I don't believe in this at all. I believe if you learn a skill or something and you share it with people that are passionate about it, it's going to get back to you. That's what I believe. Also, uh, I, for example, before talking about my career, I never got my back bachelor. I never got a bachelor. I was playing video games. People were uh, passing the exam and I was playing video games because I've seen... I didn't see anything interesting in university, you know. And people told me I'm not going to do anything. And I was like, watch me. So for me, it's really important. You learn something, you have an experience. For, uh, for example, uh, you have this experience and you know people in your country don't have it, like uh, access to big studios or traveling to this place or having this. So you, when you share it, you make it like uh, accessible. What I like to say, if I did it, and I'm a Egyptian back, but I have, uh, I have a bachelor and master's in Canadian university after even, I never, uh, I never studied in uh, Algerian university, you know. People, they try to, Egyptian back, okay, you have just few options. You don't have any, you, can, you can't leave, you know. <laughs> and every time, like, I lose a job or, or they fire me, people are like, oh, you know, no more bread for you. So that's why I'm, uh, I want to tell people, you know, you can do whatever you want, but you, need, you just need to focus. It's not easy or simple. Okay, I'm going to, you need to focus and you need to be organized. Okay, go, go ahead, go ahead. Or uh, we're going to just talk about two hours about this. I, I, I don't mind. I, I had the fact that people, I had the fact that people, let's say in graphic design, that's why I'm looking at you graphic designers of Algeria. I hate you. I hate you because you suck big time. Why? They learn some stupid shit in uh, in uh, Photoshop, and they will never try to teach it to anyone, because they think they they have an edge ahead of people, and so, and all my life there, I've seen this. I know something in 3D. I'm not gonna teach anyone because it's gonna be uh, the way I make money with it. So I had this. I think this is really toxic and doesn't bring any um, any like. Uh, how can I say, industry up or people up. For example, let's say here, Ubisoft and, uh, and uh, Square Enix and Warner Brothers are really big competitors. You know, we're talking millions of dollars. Every month they have th- those meetings about the creators. They meet and they talk about the new technology. They talk about, the, not about the project because there is secrecy, but they share, you know, and they bring this industry up. And now the city is number one in the world for video games. So uh, people uh, like uh, in the FX industry, in the 3D, they share a lot, you know. I learned with people, they're like, okay, you, you want this? I'm gonna share you how, how I did this. And this is a mistake that we in Algeria sadly 
don't follow, you know. We don't do this. We're like, oh, I know this, I'm not going to teach anyone. I'm the only one who can do this. I think this is really stupid and a waste of time and energy and knowledge. When you learn some skills, you need to teach them. It's like martial arts, uh, anything. That's how I see things. Yeah, it's something that is engraved in our culture. Like, like my family used to tell me, like it starts there. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then yeah, it's 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 culture. Like if you travel, don't say that you travel. But you're not zoh. You're just showing. For example, when I went to Japan the first time, I was like just trying to show people this is how people are living in Japan. You know, the world is large. You need to get out and just go and see it, explore it. And the result of that, I had a friend that went and lived in uh, Korea. Other people went other places, and they told me we got inspired about this because we didn't thought that it's possible. Yeah, sadly, uh, myself included, actually, there were a lot of things that I learned quite late in my life. Although there were a lot of people around me who already knew those things. Like, for example, when I had just got into photography, I went to my photography friends and I asked them, like, hey, what kind of camera do I need? Could you t teach me like some basic things about, about photography? And actually, none of them did, sadly. Uh, and uh, I learned everything on YouTube. So, so like, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, That's it's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Uh, pretty That's what, I, what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's pretty sad. So, thank God for YouTube, I guess. And yeah. uh, and for people, for all these Indian people in YouTube helping us. Oh uh, yeah. Stuff every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and thank you for uh, and th thanks to people like you who uh, are breaking the habit. They are sharing things and uh, and they're doing things like they're. Uh, like coming here to Algeria to teach young people uh, like a new form of art, I think that's the coolest thing ever. So, you, you, you know what? It's not like teaching them; they already know how to make art. I just want to inspire them to can you can do it digitally and you can do it better this way, this way, and how you can be more productive. Doing art, they were great at doing it. They are better than me, all of them but they didn't have that vision or organization or uh, yeah, or organization how, how to produce, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see. Could you tell me more about your career? How did you start? Like at some point you were playing video game while people were Jews of back, and then <laughs> uh, you told you people story, like, fuck you, gonna I'm gonna make it anyway. So tell me the story. I never heard the story actually from you. A lot of people ask for this story, so gonna try to um, summarize and, and it, by uh, the way i just want to say something as an algerian who was raised uh like thinking that you're an absolute loser i was very surprised that like i was very very surprised i thought <laughs> that's why i said that's <laughs> i thought that's exactly Sata why i say it every time <laughs> that's why i say it every time to everybody i want to kill that myth you know yeah it's a myth yeah it's not because Majib Shilbak that's you're not you're, you're, that you're not smart. It's not because you're two meters tall that you're not smart. It's not because Alfin Haja, you know. Hayatnaga, uh, people try to uh, summarize it. Algeria, you can do this, you cannot win, you cannot uh, do this, you cannot do that, you cannot go there. You know what? You can do anything. As any individual, of course, you have handicaps because I'm gonna try to summarize the story. I. But before I'm going to tell you, I don't really believe in career. I never cared about a career, ever. 
just like I need, I didn't care about uh, bachelors. Um, so I was playing video games and uh, I didn't go to uh, to the back. And then I was I wanted to make uh, digital art. I wanted to make uh, graphic designs, generally like graphic design, video editing, this kind of stuff. And there was no options in uh, Algeria. Even uh, Les Beaux Arts didn't have that or 3D. So uh, I continued for like a year playing on my computer. And then I uh, joined, uh, I discovered INSEAC. What's that? It's uh, Institut National des Arts et Industries Graphiques. It's in, uh, it's actually for me, it's close to Bleda because it's in um, Lacote. Okay. And uh, I was like, okay, they, they learn Photoshop here. Uh, so let's get in. And it's three years, so I have nothing better to do. Let's go learn some stuff. I didn't learn much from them. To be honest, like with all the respect I have from them, most of the teachers, they suck <laughs> uh, because they don't have any any vision, any... Uh, I'm not talking about talent because I don't believe in talent, but that's uh, something else. Well, I believe in talent, but you don't need talent to be successful. Uh, so well, what happened, like I went there for years. I learned a lot by myself and other, uh, other uh, stud students, but uh, not from uh, the teachers. Some teachers were fine, but at least... I had, I had a vision of what I want to do, like graphic design. And after that, I didn't want to work for a, a company. I worked for like one or two companies for like really short period, but they had no vision. They didn't like the cool stuff, you know. They they were not inspired uh, by the cool stuff that I liked. But my friends were really really cool and so inspired by graphic designers from like New York, from Japan, from uh, Germany, etc. So we were like just, uh, especially my friend Samir and Nazih, they were like really, really into it. And they're still really into it. And they're at the top, at the top of their game now. So, so uh, yeah. And then after that, uh, one day, one friend of mine called me, was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, can you just come and help me? I'm working for this company that does uh, sound uh, installations for concerts and lighting uh, in Bebzuar. I was like, uh, in Bebzuar? Okay, it's cool. University of Bebzuar, young people, cool girls, let's go. And they pay me. So, so I went there and uh, I it was cool. It was really cool. We did the show there. It was like a, a metal band, if I remember. Uh, was and it Jukilator? Uh, no, it wasn't Jukilator. Okay, because they know you. Ramzi, uh, yes, yeah, Ramzi Curse knows you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We all know each other because uh, I, I love same this generation. Kind of music, uh, yeah, heavy metal. Yeah, heavy metal and uh, stuff, and uh, they know me and I know them. So, yeah, and after that, I started working for this company, and this company was like, uh, oh, maybe we can. Uh, no, the clients of the company were like, uh, we we need video projectors. For this event, we need to do a PowerPoint to pitch it. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I started uh, taking care of all the projections for that company and then started doing mapping and uh, lighting and lasers and stuff. And till I left the company to start my own company uh, in Algeria. How did that go? It went... Very well, because when I left that uh, the, the first company uh, uh, was uh, 
was controlled by a scumbag guy that I wanted to, well, actually, till today, he didn't pay me uh, tens of millions. Aha. Uh -huh. In Arbians. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen the money and I will, I will never, never see the money. Yeah, you, you should know, call for care. your money now. Like, this is the best opportunity. Like, cycle no, has I the power care. to... I, I don't <laughs> care. I have a great life. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to waste my energy with uh, this kind of people. So, yeah. And so I left when I left that company because I had a good position taking care of uh, video projections. Uh, I was uh, relatively well paid for my age and for Algeria. I was really well paid. And people told me, they told me literally, you will never find something like this and you will never eat bread again. I was like, okay. So me and my brother who was working also for a company, we left and we started our company and we took uh, his biggest client within six months. And we did uh, a big show, but also that client was controlled. The one guy was cool, the other guys were not cool. Little hint, it's a big uh, car seller in Algeria. Didn't want to, to pay me either. But they paid, but really late because the girl uh, wanted money, but that's another story. So I was like, you know what? Company is working well, I have a lot of work. Everything is fine, but I'm not happy. I need to leave this. My dream was to go to Japan. So I took my stuff. I went to Tokyo. And when I arrived to Japan, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Wait, I cannot it? stay and live in Algeria. Wait, was, was, it just, uh, was it just a trip? Like, uh, were you visiting Japan? Or did yeah, it was a trip. It was like uh, yeah. a month, okay. a month and a week, something like that. Okay. Because it was my dream, you know, as everyone who was raised with the Nintendo and uh, Dragon Ball. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, my dream. That's another thing people were telling me. You will never, um, you will never go to Japan. <laughs> Imagine you, you're a kid. You're like 18, or uh, and people were like, you know what? You're just dreaming. What's your projects in life? People were like, and I was like, no, not Japan. <laughs> and uh, I remember um, this person telling me, Sammy, you know what? You're just dreaming. You know. That's not how life goes, you know? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I will go. And I went. Anyway. And once there, it was so different from Bilkor. Uh, even if I had a lot of information about Japan, I was a geek and I'm a steel and a nerd and an otaku, whatever you want. How different? I have but a question. How different is it from the Yakuza games? Like, for example. It's really similar. <laughs> it's actually really similar. <laughs> Okay. The Yakuza games are amazing because it's it's very similar. But the Yakuza games are like more in the eighties, nineties. But uh, in the early uh, in the two thousands, uh, it was uh, two thousand nine and went. It was really uh, similar, and it was just outstanding for me. Uh, it was just mind blowing, and I was like, I don't want to stay uh, in Algeria, even if everything went uh, well for me. Everything was going really well. So I, I was like, okay, I need to go to Japan or uh, to US or to Canada or to France or anywhere. But the France was too similar. Japan was complicated. USA was really expensive. And Canada say, said yes. So six months after that. Yeah, six months, not even six months. Yeah, maybe six months after that, I was in, uh, I was in Montreal to, uh, to study for seven months digital art i again. see oh okay and 
how different been, uh, excuse me how, how different was were the studies between canada did you studied digital art in canada and also in um in uh in, in algeria so how different were the two experiences depends okay when i arrived to canada to study in a private school for seven uh for seven months that's what was the first project it sucked it was better than Algeria in some way, in a term of um, organization, but the, the teachers sucked. They, didn't know, they were not that knowledgeable, and they had too much knowledge for that, uh, for that specific school. So I didn't learn much, but I loved the city. I freaking loved the city. I was going to, what uh, three city days was after it? I arrived, I was, was in it? It was Montreal. Region. Okay, okay, Montreal. it was Montreal, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Um, Three days after uh, I landed, I was in a heavy metal show, you know, in Ooh, the okay. middle of the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> the day when I started school. Anyway, uh, yeah, because I arrived just three days before school. The first school was okay, but I discovered that there was a great school here in Montreal. And uh, that teacher that I'm saying that he sucked, like most of teachers, were like, you know what? You have too much uh, skills. For this, you should go to NAD. That school was called NAD, like uh, Centre NAD, Centre National d'Animation et de Design. And uh, I was like, okay, let's try to go to this school. They had um, uh, they had the Porte Ouverte. <laughs> I saw just uh, that on another um, of your uh, podcasts. Anyway, let's get back. What did you see on uh, uh, on uh, on a, a girl? Uh, her, her father went to Porto Vert in Abjaya or something, and uh, that's how she started studying in that university. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna continue tell you the story because yeah, uh, you need to sometimes you need to face the wave. So yeah, I went to to that uh, open doors, and uh, I loved that school. I freaking loved it when I entered. It was like a dream because since I entered, I see posters of video games with the names of the students that worked on these games, like the Assassin's Creed, the, this kind of stuff. And the poster of uh, um, District 9, one of my favorite movies and the list of people that work. And then, you know, boom, Avatar, boom, this movie, boom, this movie, boom, this movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, a lot of uh, great, uh, great movies. And I was like, yo, so people study here and they work on this project. That's crazy. So they did this presentation and I was like, yeah, I want to study here. What do I need? They're like, oh, you need uh, a portfolio. You need uh, this and that and that and that. But they would, they would take just 2.5% non-Canadian. Yeah, because they had like... Uh, for 60 people, they had like over 200 or 800, something like that. It was crazy. And in, the, in these people that get, can get in the school, they had 2.5% uh, non-Canadian resident. And I was like, okay, let's try this. So I did a portfolio with six photo, photos and six digital uh, creations. That's all. And I sent it with a letter that I'm talking about everything I love. And they called me. They're like, yeah, you know what? Come and uh, one teacher want to talk with you. He, he, uh, he read your, um, your letter and he want to talk with you. 
So I went and uh, after five minutes, he was like, you know what? You're going to get in. And this teacher, the same teacher, was the head of my uh, master's this year, 2021. He was the head of uh, the head of the jury. Juror? Jury? Jury, yeah. And the, and the thing is, yeah. uh, here you are without back, like a Jewish master, a Jewish master, a Jewish master, right? Yeah, yes. I did the, the absolute uh, best, uh, the absolute best note they ever gave. Ooh. They gave me like excellent shit and they were like, you did the best presentation. That's and amazing. I, was like, I wasn't even ready, ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad about it. I, I was lucky. I was really lucky though. Yeah, yeah, okay. So okay. yeah, and after that, I started studying there. But now study were something else. Now it was something from another world because I was studying from eight in the morning to midnight almost every day. Not studying, being at school because you study maybe five hours a day. But the people were, that were in my uh, class, they were so advanced compared to me. They were so hard been. So I need to, to work way harder to keep up. I see. Uh, I need to work way hard. And they were talented. And they were, uh, because uh, here uh, they have um, college before university. Uh, they call it CEJAP here in Canada. And uh, they trained them. Like for three or four years, they were already doing digital art and 3D animation and drawing. And, uh, and they, uh, they showed them pipelines and they showed them how to do. So they were killers. I tell you, in the 30 people that were in my class, they were all killers. And I'm like, oh my God. But I found my way. That's, that I didn't was, want to compete with them. Yeah, that was actually a good contrast compared to uh, the two previous schools, the, the two previous yes. digital schools. Because uh, you told me yes. in the two previous digital schools, you didn't learn much. And probably you, you actually no. had better Even level. Even in Canada. Yeah, better level than yes. the, the teachers themselves. So f now, yes. uh, even like, <laughs> even the students uh, were bizaf harbin alik, so you had to work the, from 8 that, to midnight. That was the problem. The, yeah. the teachers were cool. But the studying there was amazing. I tell you, the, the studying there was wonderful. It was extremely hard, but it was amazing. I, imagine. The start uh, of one class was like about Star Wars. So we're going to talk about the, the storyboard of Star Wars and the special effect in Star Wars and work to something about Star Wars, you know. That's an example, you know. So school was really, really hard. And there were some people that were like push, pushing it to the extreme level because they, are, um, they were just crazy. They were so passionate about what they do, what they're learning, and they, they wanted to be the best because, you know, North American uh, way of uh, winner. Yeah, you know? yeah, pioneers. And you have some, we had some friends from China that they came from China and they stay at, at school from 8 to midnight and they don't go anywhere, no parties, nothing. And they were just crazy talented. They were like in another level, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it was a lot of, it was different because in Algeria, you know, even when you work, you work, you can be lazy, etc. There, there was no way for that. You had, I had to have A in every, uh, in every, uh, every subject, like, yeah. uh, in every subject to, to not have a problem with immigration after. I see, I see. So I had that, that, that extra pressure. 
because if you don't have good marks, you, it's not 100% you get your papers. I see. For, for, for me, it was like, I need to be, I need to, to keep up. I need to keep up. I need to keep up. But I learned a lot. And I was with amazing people, really great teachers. It was uh, amazing. And after that, well, I'm shortening the, the three years of bachelor. Okay, yeah. And after that, uh, uh, yeah, after, after that, I started to work. But uh, starting to work, not directly, but I wanted to, I've seen that movie Gravity with Sandra Bullock. And I was like, oh my God, this is so, so crazy. I want to work for this company. So I did my way to meet with the HR from that company. Because there was like, I was looking, there was a meeting, they would be there. I was there, I was like, yeah, cool. I, I want to show you some stuff. I want to do this and that. I want to work on cameras, on your movies. And they were like, okay, let's have a meeting. And we had a meeting and... Uh, on maybe uh, Wednesday and on Friday he called me he's like you have the job do you take it I was like fuck yeah he was like the um, the pay is X amount that was really low I was like I don't care I just I just want to work there yeah that's how I got out in the the oh I forgot the part the whole part oh my god you forgot the chunk of your life yeah, I forgot a chunk of my life because when I finished school, it was bad timing for me. It was bad timing. I couldn't start uh, working right away because I finished in May. I had to get back to Algeria because I had stuff to do. It was the wedding of my sister and etc. And uh, after three years burning, I wanted to breathe a little bit. And a lot of people from school, they went right away to California to work in Hollywood. I so I did too. You went to California? I went to California. To, you didn't yes, go to Algeria? I went to California. No, I went to Algeria too, but uh, I, I went to Algeria for three weeks. Then from Algeria, I came back here and I went to California. I see. But the problem in California was that um, the industry was uh, in crisis. The, that movie, what the name of a uh, movie with, uh, with the tiger? Life uh, of Pi. Life of Pi, yeah. Which I loved, yeah, uh, Life by of the Pi. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the studio that did that, that year, that did um, the VFX closed. Yeah, the, the, so it was a it, flop. It was not a good situation. Yeah, the movie, no, the movie was not a flop. He got uh, an Academy Award. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, they didn't the sell studio, tickets. No, the tickets were fine, but uh, the contract that uh, the big production uh, studio and the VFX studio was uh, something. Anyway, when I went mm -hmm. there, it was complicated for me to get a uh, work permit to work there. But uh, I've seen it. I was like, oh, this is cool, maybe for the future. But Canada was more easy for me to get papers and start to work. I wanted to talk about this part. Mm -hmm. And when I got the first time in that studio, I didn't know how to use the software. Yeah. Because I learned different software at school. I see. Yeah. Okay. So you sit in a, a computer. It's uh, Linux, spe special version of Linux. So it's not uh, your normal Linux. And then it's uh, another interface. Ooh, so okay. the interface was different. I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but some people helped me to start, uh, kickstart me. And then I see. Yeah, it went. It was on uh, Tarzan movie. Yeah, Tarzan movie. Okay. And then from then the movie, they were coming like one after another, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you worked on a lot of movies. Uh, you actually uh, had your own 
you had a reportage made on you on uh, ENTV. And I'm not sure whether on they on uh, ENTV for the Tele Algerian. They they made uh, they oh. made reportage Ali can talking about the movies that you made. <laughs> oh, that you not really yeah. reportage. Maybe 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 beat section and they invited me. Yes, they invited me because I was in Algeria for um, to give a workshop. Yeah, and they invited me, but they they always do things wrong. <laughs> they just invite me this year to talk about video games and they did the things wrong anyway. Uh, NTV will be NTV for life. Yeah. So yeah, and after that, at some point, after years, it was my dream job, and I was super happy about it, and decided to quit and have a new life. Okay. And travel the world. So yeah, so I quit my dream job, <laughs> and everyone was like, "You are crazy." So this is this is and your dream. My... So wait, so this is your dream job in Canada that you quit again? Yes. Okay, 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 and then you travel the world. I did. I did my time. No, I was traveling before and after and All during. Right. And after that, at some point, I was like, okay, this big movie is like uh, Marvel movie stuff. I don't want to work on this. Because Marvel people, you say you work on Marvel, they're like, yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's cool. But working for Disney Marvel is hell. I see. The level of security is insane. The level of uh, perfect pixel is insane you know on a 4k image we had we could had a shift of one pixel in 4000 pixel How, that's what does, the what does that error mean? margin what does that mean if we create something or mm -hmm. create a camera or create something that thing can be shift or not in place one pixel maximum I uh, actually I zero 0.9 pixel. Okay. Can you imagine that? Okay, okay. So, and it was really pressure, you know, the pressure of the... I didn't leave because of the pressure. It just... It, for me, I was at another point. You know, when you get something, you want this toy, you have this toy, you want another toy. I see, yeah. You reach uh, Kilimanjaro, you want to go Everest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, that point on my life, I was like, yeah, I want to go travel, go some places, and then we'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, and it went really well because uh, after this traveling, I went to Algeria, to India, to Mexico, to other many places in like one big trip. Yeah, one big trip or few big trips. And uh, then I wanted to work more into the industry I was working before, like video projection mappings and stuff. And I found contracts in that people I work. Yeah, you used to work with you here in Canada. So let's go make projections for uh, domes and planetariums and this kind of stuff. So again, with my friend that studied with me in, in Siag in Algeria back, we, uh, we teamed up and we created uh, a company called Sam and Sam. And we started doing uh, projects for, uh, for domes and planetariums, you know, big domes and projections all yeah. around you, like really yeah. immersive stuff. It's samandsam.ca. You can go see some stuff. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we found ourselves doing a project representing Canada internationally. You know, we were two Algerians <laughs> with no papers yet. Okay. No papers representing Canada. It All was right. really ironic, you know. Yeah. I was like the power of immigrants. Yeah. And, you know, the, the actual prime minister of Canada, and the pre not the previous, Obama, they, they saw that project. They showed that product in the COP21 in Paris. 
it was made uh, mostly by us. Really, really funny story. And then uh, after that, I uh, I was contacted by a company to do a project for them in Saudi Arabia, a country where I was saying uh, I would never go. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, oh, I need that kind of money. Let's go. Yeah. Arab and I loved money. it. I loved Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> you love Saudi Arabia. What did you love about I Saudi Arabia? I freaking loved the people. Okay. First thing, I tell you this story before we jump to video games. This podcast is going to be long. We have a lot of things to, yeah. to talk about. So before going to Saudi, people told me, you know what? When you're there, don't tell them you're Algerian. They don't like us. They don't like Algerians. I was like, what do you want me to tell? That I'm Canadian? I'm not even mm -hmm. a Canadian. I wasn't. So yeah. uh, in the plane, I sat with uh, someone from uh, Ivory Coast. Cote d'Ivoire and he was like oh you want to go work in uh, Saudi Arabia you're gonna like it too. but one thing tell them you're American or Canadian because for them there is like Americans Canadians Saudians Germans and the rest is bullshit you know <laughs> I was like what is this <laughs> and I was going to work I'm gonna tell you some uh, not spoiler but some I was going to work uh, for the prince they had this huge event and they wanted like okay. uh, digital characters like it was in the crazy um, crazy hotel next to the crazy palace like marble gold yeah i'll send you some pictures we cannot post them here but i'll send you some <laughs> okay yeah because uh, a week after i can uh, i get back they uh, they put everyone in jail you know when uh, mbs uh, put everyone in jail like all his cousins yeah and, uh, anyway uh, it was one week after I get back. I they see. invited a lot of people, high-profile people, to that uh, event to say uh, they have a vision 2030 for Saudi. And people were super nice. Like, for example, I arrived to the airport and uh, I have my Algerian passport and people were like, Meninta uh, was like, yeah, Algeria, oh. He opens the VIP thing on the red carpet and he was like, you go here. I was like, okay. Uh, I took like a... It's like uh, something extra to check me or something, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. People were super nice at the airport, first thing. Okay, cool. Then I started working in that uh, uh, palace thing. Yeah. And they, had, uh, they have like two guards, you know, they have a Republican guard and they have the army. And they are yeah. the same number. One is uh, priest's allegiance to the, to the king and the other one to the prince. So the prince doesn't kill his father and take the power and uh, vice versa. So they're, they're uh, equal, two equal forces, so they keep the power. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I was with a group of uh, maybe 100 technicians and uh, technologists and people to, to install all that. Uh, it was for a new city they're building in Neom to compete with Dubai. And I was the only one that were not from a, a, a Western country. Yes. I was the only one. But the guards, they didn't know that. They treated us very well. But when I told them that I was Algerian, it was extra well. I like, uh, at my decks, I had like extra cakes and stuff. Ooh, and they're like, oh, okay. mashallah. The, the guards, the guards that are like uh, hiding in the walls, they have uh, invisible walls. Crazy stories I have to tell. Okay. <laughs> in, the, in that palace, yeah, in that palace, 
they have like marble walls and in the walls uh, we, are, we were about to put a screen with mm -hmm. a dig digital character where you cannot put it here. Why? There is a, a room and that room is full of soldiers. Ooh, okay. If something happened, they go out of the walls. <laughs> it's crazy. I see. I'm not sure I should talk about this. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah actually, but they were really, really nice. Too. Yeah, in my studio, I also have like an army. So if anything goes back, <laughs> people would go, I can imagine. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they were super nice. They were extremely nice to me when they know that I'm Algerian. Also, when I was there in my hotel, at some point I met people from Saudi Arabia that had nothing to do with the event. Okay. And these people, they were like, yeah, we are, uh, we're from Jeddah. If you want to come to Jeddah, let us know. Ooh. So I did my event when the, my event was over at six in the afternoon. And uh, I had to fly back to Montreal around uh, four or five a.m. in the morning. But I had the bright idea to go to Jeddah and Mecca since I was there at six, fly for two hours, go there and come back at one so i bought it <laughs> i bought a ticket <laughs> so i bought a ticket 6 p.m going from uh, riyadh to uh, jeddah and uh, jeddah to riyadh 1 1 a.m which was crazy you know yeah first thing the the flight was delayed okay so, so second thing going, get, the, the airport of jeddah is so huge it's insane mm-hmm so it took us one hour to get off the freaking bus from the plane. I see. So I found myself with the, I met my friends, my new friends that I met uh, that lives in Jeddah. They come and pick me up from the airport and they were like, look, man, it's already 11. There's yeah. no way you can make it. But let's go home. My father want to see you. Okay. I was like, yeah, because I'm a yes man. A lot of time when I travel, people, they propose something to me and I always go. You always in the same, you never if say no. they have good energy. Yeah. No, I don't say no. If uh, there is a cool opportunity. Yeah. So I met his father. He's a really cool guy. Uh, really, we call him Ustad. He was a teacher and he was uh, smart and uh, he wanted to share some uh, culture and they were really generous, you know, the uh, mm. Arabs in general are super generous and welcoming. And he was like, you know what? If you cancel your flight back to to Riyadh and to Montreal, I'm gonna take you on a road trip. Ooh, okay. And I was like, a road trip to go where? He was like, you can go to Madain Saleh. It's like a place that was closed till uh, two years ago, closed to I visitors. See. I see. Okay. What what was in it's that place? It's really beautiful. Sorry? What was in that place? Why was it closed? Oh, the, there was like a really old um, archaeological uh, site. And uh, they think it's a forsaken land. It's for, it's what? It's a forsaken land. It's damned. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You're going to look it up in, uh, in Google. It's a beautiful place. Petra. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you have like, uh, I'm trying to find the uh, pictures here. 
And I was like, yeah, but that place is closed because my other friends from Riyadh told me no one can go there. Oh, okay, I can take you there. I was like, okay, yeah, this place, I don't know if you can see. Ooh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yes, 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 yes. I've heard of it. I'm going to put pictures in the edit. Yeah, so it's a Madain Saleh. So what I did... I was like, okay. I called my friend that was in Riyadh. I was like, yeah, I left my uh, my luggage in my room. Take it to Montreal. I'm going on an adventure. I don't know when to come back. And they took me on an amazing road trip to the borders of uh, Jordan. And it was just outstanding. We visited that place. It was just us. Nobody. And we had like uh, super interesting. Uh, we met super interesting people. Really generous so I had a, an incredible experience. But yeah, I'm a bearded man that is two meters tall too. So, <laughs> and that can speak Arabic. So that yeah. helps, but privileges. Anyways, people yeah. were amazing. Yeah, but everywhere I just, I'm lucky. Alhamdulillah, I only meet really nice people. Yeah, so that was story of Saudi Arabia. Uh, mm -hmm. What happened Yeah, we're then? going, <laughs> bring me back where? So we were, uh, so you went to Saudi Arabia to work there? And then what happened? Yeah, and then, yeah, what happened there, when I was there, there was a problem between this company that sent me and the client in Saudi. This is another cool story. So their client in Saudi were like, you, uh, are you, did you work a long time for this company, Canadian company? I was like, no, it's my first contract with them as a technical manager. Oh, they were like, you know, we have problems with them. Can you just start working with us? not for them, and we pay you three times what they pay you. Whatever, say the word, we give you three times what they, what they give. But how they tell it to me? They come to the pool, because after every day when I was working, I stayed there for a couple of weeks, I go to the gym and I go to the pool. And they went to the pool, they come to the gym, and they like like really sneaky. Okay. <laughs> we give you three times, we pay you cash, US dollars, you know. I was like, dude, I came for a company with a team, I'm not gonna let them down. Because they wanted me to work for them so they can tell the company here, fuck off. Okay, okay. And uh, I do the work anyway. And for them it was, uh, so I take three times the money, but this company takes nothing. But for them it's cheaper anyway. So I refused. It was another sketchy company. And uh, at some point, they, we had uh, like uh, threats. I received uh, um, a text saying this is going really bad. Uh, we're not playing here. There's no more game. So I called the company here. I was like, look, I don't want to deal with the Garda Royale uh, Saudian. So one thing, you fix this shit or I go to the airport right now. Okay. But then we fixed it. And then I, I continued to work for this company. And I still work for this company that does events, holograms. We have, uh, we do cool stuff. It's really like we so play you with still, gaming. You, you still work for them? Stuff. You still work for them now? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. So this is... They hired like, me because of what happened there. I see. So, um, uh, uh, and what is, like, what do you plan for the future now? Oh, many projects. Um, build a studio, have a school in Algeria. I have many projects. But nothing for the, like, short term. Only long term. I can't talk about long term. Yeah, okay. could you talk about uh, the school idea in Algeria? 
well, one of my dreams is to have a digital art school slash VFX 3D animation school. Yeah. That mm. would be public so anyone can can study for yeah, I don't want to open school, it's gonna be about a million, you know. That's not gonna happen. And now on school because people they want to learn this stuff and uh, if there is no YouTube and YouTube is not for everyone, you know. And the school give you some structure, some And YouTube I think is not we, enough. We have a lot of young Yeah, and I think we have like uh, 75% of uh, young people and it's just going to waste, you know. All this talent, all this energy can be focused and we can start up uh, a real industry. I'm talking uh, video games, I'm talking uh, movies, I'm talking, you know, yeah 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 the thing of uh, having 75 percent of young people today uh, the thing is um, this 75 percent of young people is gonna be 75 percent of old people in 50 years so <laughs> yes it's like it's like a double-edged uh, uh, i think i think that people uh, never get bored of making babies so don't worry about that uh depends actually depends on the economies depends on a lot of things uh, it actually happened in True. japan so uh back in, yeah but uh, uh, yeah the start of uh, yeah the but the economy was great our yeah. economy isn't yeah 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 uh, well it's just I in, in uh, like norway too the same thing <laughs> i wonder the, if uh, the better the would make, yeah i would i wonder if uh, people would make more babies if uh, if the economy was better or worse so that's something no. to be studied if the economy gets better, people get generally better education, so they make less babies. Yeah, but uh, maybe in our uh, in our society, uh, when the economy is worse, people get married less, so they make less babies. So true. Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I guess. But people didn't stop to get married when it was all uh, fucked up in the nineties. You know, like yeah, you remember? Uh, I, you remember I, that I guy? Uh huh. After after Ibn Talha, or uh, I don't know which uh, massacre, and he was like, Wow, yeah, that's yeah. So you can't stop love, and you can't stop the natural attraction of people. Yeah, yeah, you can't stop sex. Uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah, so tell me about your YouTube channels. So tell me about what you are already okay, teaching so people through the, your... I guess. Yeah, uh, the, well, we're talking... Uh-huh. We're talking Sami 64, right? We're going to talk so about video games. Let's now. talk this let's talk about video games. Chunk. This is going to be like a long conversation. Just so you know. <laughs> just so you know, I'm experiencing Uncharted for the first time. The first one? No, 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 no. I'm I what, actually uh, I got into the saga through the fourth one, A Thief's End. Yeah. And yeah, oh my one. god. Oh my god. Yeah. It's <laughs> Uh, I'm amazed. Like I'm game blowing. design, it was a lesson for me uh, on game design. It, was it is. It is a game that you can show in schools and teach uh, kids about yeah, game design. This is this is how you make a video game. Like to me, Assassin's Creed sucks in front of this one. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, yeah, I'm gonna a, offend a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, yeah. No, no, no. I I agree with you. I agree with you. Look, video games. They're in my blood, in my veins. You know. And I always loved video. And it's because of video games that I uh, was able to have the career I have or travel or do anything. I related to it because it shaped me. It shaped my mind. It shaped my uh, personality. It raised me, you know. I was, like, raised by games. Uh, I started this YouTube channel 
because I found a lack of uh, content about video games in Derja. Yes. قلت شوف ما كاش ما كاش كان سوا ان فرونسي شويه بالك كلكوز انسياوي يديروا هكذا بدرجه ما راحوش كاع بعيد سوا بالعربيه ويتبعوا لعيبه تاع الخليج ولا تاع فرنسا سو اي واز لايك يا ليت ستارت ذا شانل سو اي كان شير ويز ماي فريندز اول اوفر ذا وورلد بيكوز ايفري ون از لايك ليفينغ سم وير اند وي كان توك اباوت جيمز اي وازنت مينت تو بي بيج ات اني اند اتس نوت بيج اني واي It's big for me, but it's not big compared to YouTube channels. So, yeah, and I started talking about the, the gaming culture, talking about video games, unboxing stuff, talking about the games I love, talking about the industry, talking about uh, how you, we make games, and also talking about my work, how do we do this, and how motion capture works, and how virtual production works, and this kind of stuff. Because I wanted the, everyone in Algeria be able to understand their job, of course, if I'm their job. and uh, make stuff look la- uh, less inaccessible شغل simplified vulgarize la 3D ou l'art numérique en général is this something you do on Sami64 yes yeah because i saw uh, yes. the, the you work in a studio and the things that you do in that studio i don't think anyone does here in algeria no yeah probably So I think, I guess it's, it's something that uh, would inspire a lot of Algerians. Like someone would watch that, that video. Maybe they would contact you and ask you some questions. Maybe they would invest. Oh, they will. In oh, they do. Trust they me, do. they do. See? See? And maybe they're <laughs> they going to open. I have, mm-hmm. have thousands, uh, not thousands. I have like dozens of messages every day. That's why I say it's big for me because... Uh, Now it's going to a point when it's overwhelming because people ask me a lot of things and it can go from uh, a software, do you hear me? To, I, I'm just going to continue and send you the editing. To people ask me, Binti, uh, want an Xbox, what should I do? <laughs> you know. You were saying that uh, a lot of people ask you questions about, uh, about what uh, you do, about the studio, about the, f- the like... Um, How to start? Mostly the question, uh, like I'm interested about this uh, field how to start or the second question is like uh i know how to start i started and now i know i want to go to the next level how can i go to uh to us or to europe or uh to big school or studio how can i make it you know and i'm like it's super simple i tell it in my uh, in my workshops when i was in algeria super simple if you want to make it here it's very simple just name your stuff well You don't need talent. You need to be consistent. You need to be serious. And you need to name your stuff. Well, nomenclature. There is no son, no, no name, new file. If you do this, you're fired. Just name your stuff. Like here, I'm going to name the video. See Kurt Amin Rahmani recording and send it to you. That was the most important thing I learned at school. You mean, you mean brand your stuff? Like you, you're talking about no, brand? No, 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 I, I, no, no, no. I'm actually talking about naming your freaking files the oh, right okay. way. Oh, and okay. putting them in the right folder. Just uh, that. Yeah. That's the most important thing I learned in three years in a bachelor. And it was also the most important thing when I was working uh, at Framestore Studios for the Marvel movies. Because let's say you work on a scene. And you put it on a folder. There is a specific folder when you put that scene. 
You cannot, uh, and there is a specific way to name it. If you don't name it well, it's not going to work. Like the system won't, won't recognize it. And you're going to go do dailies in a, like, it's like a cinema inside the studio when you see your work with your boss and the production. They're all sitting there, silent, small cinema. And they see and they're like, oh, one pixel off, fix this, fix that. If you arrive there and you didn't put your stuff in the right folder, it's going to see found. it. Yeah, and they're gonna, everyone is going to look at you and they're going to tell you, come back tomorrow. Wow, yeah. And if you do it a uh, couple of times, you're time. fired. You're fired. And you feel bad because everyone is looking at you. Oh, and you're like, oh, sorry, I'm going to put it now. They're like, no, 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 no. Tomorrow. So they punish you for that. Even if they're not punitive. Everything, oh, something I'm going to, just because I'm talking about this, that's cool when I worked in these studios, is that this transparency. Everything is transparent. So... Uh, that movie, um, Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, that was a good movie, though. Uh, they just finished it before I joined the company. But I could go on my boss' computer and see all his work on that movie. Imagine there is a company when you can see all the work of, every of everyone anytime. I see, I see. Yeah. Mm. So you can't hide anything. And this helped a lot, a lot of people to learn because after uh, our, our, uh, after uh, work time, I was just staying uh, there to check what people did on this movie, on this scene, and this transparency was amazing. I think it's everyone should do this. Shafafia Temma. So you learn, and it makes things uh, so much lighter, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had experience with this actually with naming files and also having all of the files that all uh, of the workers there uh, shared between them when I worked as an engineer. Uh, so yeah, the first thing that I learned was how to name the files and in what in what uh, folders you put them. And then um, I realized that I could access all of the computers of all the other engineers. So I could see all of the other uh, um, other uh, machines, how they were made, how they were designed, and, I, and it uh, helped me to catch up quickly and learn quickly and be efficient at my work uh, as quickly as possible. So yeah, I think I guess uh, it's um, how to how to make uh, your, how to make your company work better and how uh, how to catch up on things. Like it's the basis of uh, of computer based uh, um, design. Yeah, yeah. Also, there and there it's gonna help you uh, be more productive. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna help you so much it's gonna help you to the to a point uh, incredible point like someone came and asked me for uh, something a, a project i did in 2015 he was like oh and i went to my ar archive and i found it like in a uh, few minutes i was like yes i have the files this right, is it yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, let's get back to the YouTube channel. Uh, we were at the YouTube channel. Where were we? We talked we about YouTube channels, and we're gonna go back to video games. So let's talk about your YouTube. Yeah, channel. video games. Yeah, video games. Yeah, I said video games are my life. I like bread video games. So that's why I started this YouTube channel to share with people, and now it's getting just bigger and bigger and bigger. Because I w I would like to have a community that is respected all over the world, which is not right now. We don't even exist in PlayStation Store or in Nintendo Store. Yeah, Algeria Algeria is not even yeah. an option. Yeah, and at the same yeah, time, like, like I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm almost 30 years old, 
and I only bought my first video games, like officially bought them, uh, like uh, two or three weeks ago. Like every time. Yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, but still, uh, there's a, there's like a reason why we're not part of the PlayStation Store, or uh, because we usually crack games and we usually look, look, look. People crack games all over the world. In Russia, they all crack games. In uh, a lot of uh, in India, the same, you know. But they exist. Yeah. I think we don't exist because we don't have a proper uh, e-payment system. That's uh, that's also yeah. That's also one of the reasons. Yes. Because. Maybe you, you bought your first uh, video game console recently, but a lot of people have been buying this for 30 years, even more. So I don't think we have... And if there is a legal offer that is good, like uh, Xbox Game Pass, or a lot of people are paying for games in Algeria. They buy cards and they switch. People will pay. There is a lot of people that's going to pay. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's about the YouTube. I don't know what to say because there is so much stuff I can say about it. Tell I let about, you write the... Tell me, uh, actually, I, I wanted uh, to say something about uh, how video games uh, put you in the direction that you followed uh, in your life and in your career. I, don't, I know you don't like the word career, but you have quite a career. No, uh, no I have nothing <laughs> about the word career. Just I don't believe in career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, every time I left a job, people told me it's a big mistake and it, it was the best decision I ever I did. I see, I see, yeah. Mm. Actually, uh, I feel the same way about video games. Actually, video games were the reason why I love cars so much. And uh, my love for cars were the reason why I chose what I chose in, at university and the reason why I became an engineer, a mechanical engineer. Uh, video games dictated my taste in music, uh, my taste in girls. Same. <laughs> so, like <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Tomb Raider with uh, with triangular boobs, <laughs> 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 yeah, and um, and uh, it's the same thing with uh, with my brother. I, I guess you know Wasim Rahmani, and uh, yes, yes, he actually uh, got into rock music and then playing guitar and then becoming like a so, reference. So Wasim is your is your brother or your cousin? You did not know. He's my my brother. Yeah, we live together. Oh, he's so he, he's so talented. I love yeah. what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he actually got into video games because uh, he got into mu- uh, the music that he plays because of video games. Yes. So uh, it started yes. with uh, with the soundtrack of uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, which had a lot of hard of rock course. in it. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Legendary one. And then uh, and then and we the bought Tony Hawk. Uh, yes. Uh, we bought actually uh, we bought Guitar Hero. Which was our introduction to Slash, to like Santana, to all of these yes. uh, super talented musicians. Classics, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, and uh, and uh, then after so after Guitar Hero, he decided to buy guitar and to play guitar. So that's so, yeah. awesome. Guitar Hero took him to uh, to the guitar. That's incredible. You know, video games are clearly the most underrated form of art. And it's also the most powerful one. People respect cinema, they respect literature, they respect, uh, I don't know, all the other arts. And uh, a lot of people don't respect video games. They started respecting video games when the numbers of uh, money went up, not as a form of art. But there is a lot of games that are like really art oriented, you know. Uh, also, 
we're we're having this conversation now. I'm speaking in English because of games. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because when I was uh, with Yamane and Sonia had it, man, some mehash. She she taught she she she. Uh, they taught us the wrong English. حاوزتني حاوزتني ما خلاتنيش نقرا لونجلي ويت يا ماني ما قريتش الناس كنا نبداو ويت يا ماني نقراو لونجلي كنت دائما محاوز في البروف في لوخر دونجلي بات اي لافد انجلش يو نو اي لافد انجلش اند اي واز نوت الوود تو تو ريتش ذا يا تو ستادي اند اي هاد اولويز جود ماركس ايفن ويت ذات اند شي بروبابلي كودنت سبيك انجلش هير سيلف سو اي دونت نو ات واز لايك A conflict, and she she took uh, she thought uh, that that I was like uh, a problematic student, but I wasn't. You know, you were just two meters tall. That was your problem. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this or uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so video games taught me that, and also it's interesting that you talk about the love of cars because a lot of cars. I discovered them if it was not in turbo it was in um, video games especially the GDM cars GDM cars like Japanese cars uh, video games like um, Gran Turismo or uh, Automodelista I was like oh my god I love these and I learned a lot of stuff in games yeah history yeah, yeah. I'm things. I'm sure you have a Dodge Challenger I'm sure you bought it after you fell in love with it in a video game i'm absolutely sure like <laughs> that's a part of it that's yeah. a part of it yes yeah yeah, yes. yeah yeah so tell me about your latest experiences in video games like what are the late the, the, the video games that you played recently that, that, that yeah impacted the, you the last game that i played that i'm, I'm still playing is called Ret- returnal eternal returnal returnal yeah, returnal on yeah, okay returnal. okay it's um It's an amazing game. It's it's like a a shooter, a shoot 'em up. Not a shooter like a Halo. A shoot 'em up like a, you you remember those games when you like uh, have a small plane and you destroy mini planes and there is bullets all over, like arcade. We call them shmup or shoot 'em ups. But it's like a character. So the character um, fall into a planet. It's like a cosmonaut. She's into a planet and she's in the planet and this planet is super hostile. So she's trying to move. But every time you die and the game is extremely hard. It's very hard. Every time you die, you start up at the beginning again. But the game levels are procedural. So there is rooms. Every time you enter a room, you kill the, the enemies, you go to the next room. But it's not; it's never the same room. So you cannot plan to meet this this uh, enemy in this room, or meet this uh, enemy, or do this in this room after this room, because it's always a random room. It's procedural, but it's just outstanding. The game is, yeah. There's a lot of ideas of gameplay. The sound design is amazing. The everything is cool about this game. It's my game of the year, actually. Oh, okay. I, I am. Uh, I am going to try it out. Uh, actually, uh, I want to talk about uh, some games and your impression uh, impression of them. Let's start with uh, with Red um, Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my god! I hope he's not gonna talk about Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, let's talk about Red Dead Redemption. Is is it like the best video? It's game? overrated. It is, you not. think it is? Oh, okay. Yeah. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
okay, I got yeah. a lot of hate because of this. <laughs> I got a lot you of hate. You get cancelled, Sahbi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, some people no. try to cancel me because I've said this, but uh, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, the game is uh, the game is great. The game is outstanding on so many levels. I'm not gonna argue with that. But there is no ideas. I'm not talking about script. I'm talking about game ideas, game design. I'm talking about uh, gameplay. It's just, for me, it's the first Red Dead with a, new, a fresh paint. Yeah, the world is bigger. Yes, the, the trees are nicer. Yes, the gunshots. But it's the same mechanic. It's the same game. It's the same things. It's the same thing. You go to the, to the bar and you shoot the people. It's the same thing that we had in the first one. So for me, it's a great game. It's an excellent game. But it's not an outstanding game or there is no revolution in the gameplay and there is no ideas. That's why I'm, I got a bit like, you know what? It's a, yeah. yeah, it's big. Yeah, they're cool. The characters are badass. Yeah, the, everything is fine. But there is no magic. There is not, nothing that left me speechless after the game. There is some game that you play. When you finish these games, you're like, that was a hell of a ride, you know? And there is games that are not uh, story-driven. There is games like Tetris. There is like Super Mario. There is games like Pac-Man. But they have something magical that makes them above all, all others, you know? And Red Dead 2 doesn't have it. I think that Red Dead 2 is a must-play. I recently did a video about best games on PlayStation 4, and I'm doing one on Xbox. And he's there, and he's totally deserved. But for me, it's overrated. I think you missed Persona 5, by the way. You should have mentioned that. You know, I have it. I have it. I should play it, but uh, where's the time? Are you, are, you, uh, yeah. are you a fan of anime? <laughs> yeah, you Come are, on. I guess. Yeah, so... Of course, I ha- I'm having a Gojira t-shirt. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> can I say? <laughs> yes. Uh, I just, uh, like, I, I know exactly what you mean about uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Now that I played Uncharted 4. Like, after playing Uncharted 4, yeah. after having that yeah. lesson in game design and gameplay, I'm like, ooh, okay, if Red Dead Redemption 2 was like this in terms of gameplay, maybe it would have been, like, the game of all time or something like that. Um, <laughs> okay, another uh, another thing, how can... Unpopular I, opinion. Okay, I, I know what you're going to say. I knew what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And go the ahead. question that I was going to follow was about that unpopular game. So is, is Death Stranding not just Yes, Air Express simulator <laughs> of course it is yeah <laughs> of course it is so it I'm is a, a fedex yes here express simulator <laughs> it is yeah so why but, did uh, why did you but, mention uh, it as one of the best games of okay i'm, I'm gonna uh, yeah i'm gonna get back to it but uh, when we try to simplify stories it's easy okay most of uh, nicest stories is like a boy meet a girl yeah most of movies <laughs> There's a boy meet a girl, and then there is a story around it. It's how you tell it. It's how you tell the story. Let's say, Shawshank Redemption, Les Evade, the movie. You've seen that movie. It's an outstanding movie. Or uh, The Usual Suspect. Shawshank, a, a guy goes to prison, and he makes friends. And then he goes, he, he flees from the, free, the prison. But it's how it's told. The usual suspect is like a bunch of gangsters 
uh, get together and they, uh, they, they do uh, crimes, you know. But it's how you tell it. And there is hundreds of movies like that, but no one touched the quality of these movies. Coming back to Death Stranding, there is no game like that, first thing. How the gameplay is done and all the ideas, I was talking about the ideas when I talked, uh, there was so, so, so many fresh ideas. Even uh, the multiplayer was not competition. You, co you could ha play with others just to help them. And that was really interesting for me. And uh, the, the hard part of walking from point A to point B and uh, was a part where you can contemplate again in video games because we lost comp contemplation in video games because they just put them a lot of pixels and uh, take your time and uh, think about stuff and enjoy the music and think about the story and even the gunshots they were not there just to be there there was ideas behind it you know i think there is a lot of genius that you can feel it i totally understand that you can dislike it i really understand it really quick even for me the 24 uh like the 21st hours they were not that great but uh now i think that it's one of the best games i've ever played I've put mostly 90 hours in the game. 90 hours is a lot. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's a, I don't have this kind of time, to be honest. I'm, I'm re honestly, I'm really busy. My life is like full for like the two upcoming years. But I found the time for this, for this game. Yeah, this is uh, actually a question that I wanted to ask you, which is how do you find the time to play video game and do all the things that you like to do while... Uh, having the job that you have or having the family life etc like usually all of my friends that got a job got married sold their computers sold their playstation so <laughs> you know passion yeah it's just about passion mm -hmm. if you're passionate about something and you're organized you can do it you can achieve it for me it's all about time management yeah I play games late at night. I uh, sometimes I wake up early at five or six to play video games. You I know, see. sometimes <laughs> I, I I I used to I used to wake up at five, go to the gym mm -hmm. for one hour, come back, play games, then go to work. Crazy levels of energy, all, though. Yeah, I have a, a lot of uh, energy and stamina. But here's the thing: we all have the same time. We all have twenty-four hours in the day. Yes, everyone has the same time. No one has more, like yeah. uh, me, you, uh, Elon Musk, uh, Hadio Kojima. Then, if you want like something, you make time. Yeah. It's like if you love a girl, you don't say, "I don't have time to meet you." You're gonna make time. Yes. And find the time to go and meet her, even if you live in Blida and she lives in Algiers. You're gonna go her at her place at six in the morning or whatever, you know. So it's, it's passion, uh, and my problem is like I'm passionate about many stuff, so I try to manage. But I sacrifice for this. For example, I don't watch TV shows. Yes. If a TV show is more than eight episodes, drop it in the trash. I will never watch it. I just mm -hmm. don't have the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't spend my time with stuff that not, are not really interesting for me. You know? And I also multitask. Yeah, yeah. So I can game while I'm listening to a podcast. Uh, 
Okay, okay. Actually, uh, I wanted to, uh, I, I guess this is the last subject we're going to bring up uh, for this. I guess I'm going to call it okay. part one of, uh, of uh, a podcast with Sami. And uh, the last subject I wanted to bring up was uh, cars. And uh, as we're doing, uh, yeah, as we're doing, um, as we're doing this podcast, so we're both passionate about cars. We had long texting conversations about cars. We send each other car meme stuff and car photos, etc. So recently, you've been yes. to the to the um, to the amazing uh, uh, car museum in New York, which we're gonna talk about in a, in uh, in a bit. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, here I am. This is like the f today was the first time ever of me driving a BMW, of me driving. Um, Tell me about it. Yeah, of me of me driving a uh, a uh, rear wheel drive car, uh, of me driving a straight six powerful engine. Uh, so you're 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 done now. You're yeah, gone. I'm done. You're, you're yeah, right. I'm fucked, man. <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, fucked, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah. You know why they call it the ultimate driving machine now? You know, I was not into BMWs at all. It's it's my friend. It's my friend that was with me in INSEAC first and then what worked with him, Sam and Sam. He was crazy about BMW since forever. And he he got me into that. I was more into American muscle. Big cars, big guy in a big car, like a, a Camaro or a Challenger or even a Mustang. And now I love all the cars. I want to show you something. I need to talk about this. Like I have a book. Ooh, nice. This is a gift I just I just had. Okay. And it it is talks this about all, all the BMWs the that ever existed? All of them. All of them. Okay. This is super cool. It's a yeah, it's in uh, French it's and, thick. Uh, and English. Yeah, it's super nice thick. Nice photos. Ooh, M8. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so tell me a bit about your experience. Then we get back well, to talk about uh, I'm actually really considering buying the car. Uh, so for Which starters. car? It's E46. An e it's an E46 uh, coupe. Nice. Coupe with... Oh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if I'm going... If I want one too. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm gonna yeah, go, you there. need two doors. You don't need four doors. You just I, need two doors. In I actually car. don't need four seats. I just need two seats. Me and my girlfriend. Yes. That's it. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's yeah. all you need. And I, I need agree a 100%. yeah, yeah. I need a roll bar, uh, uh, a cage. So, actually, uh, I'm, ac I'm I'm really considering buying it. So I think I'm gonna sell my own car. To uh, to buy this one, so it's not uh, it's not in the best shape. It's uh, it's an Algerian BMW. It uh, it used to belong to Rabah Deriaso. Oh, yeah, which means I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it as an NFT. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, he's gonna bring up the NFTs and blockchains into it first cast. It's another. Topic. No, no, no. Let we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about it today. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a video of Zino uh, Naharaliyum Sahaidkom. No, 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 that wasn't him. That the Santa Wled Bladi is Rabah Deriasa. Video of the car Rabah Deriasa playing that song, and then sell sell it as an NFT. But, but I love this. I love this because there is there is story about uh, about the car. There is a story yeah. about the car. And yeah, that's super yeah. cool. And that brings yeah. up the value of the car. If you take up the, is it uh, a three liter? 
Is it a uh, no no no? Uh, it it was supposed to be a three liter, but that was an engine swap. I guess the first engine failed, so yeah. and they couldn't repair it here in Algeria, so they just brought a new engine and they put in it a two point three liter. So it's not much, okay. but it's honest work. Like no no, the two point three is fine. It's fine. Yeah yeah yeah. It's it revs it's so high, and it revs so easily. Like it goes like so. It, so, it's so you know nice. that if you buy it, it's gonna break. Yeah, but I, what I want to know is how expensive it's going to cost me to, to fix whatever brake uh, problem. Well, the parts are expensive, but uh, in Algeria, like the mechanics is not that expensive. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is like the, you need to change the stuff that's going to break 100% break now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like your uh, cooling system yes. is going to blow up like in every E46. Yeah, because it's made of plastic, right? Yeah, and like it's cheap. Uh, it's yeah. a, like it's gonna leak oil for sure. Okay. Like all BMWs. And uh, yeah, that's the thing you should worry about right now. I see. Yeah, I don't want a car that eats a lot of oil. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, it's kind of expensive. <laughs> but look, it's a BMW. It's kinda I, know. I know, but there are some. Uh, um, uh, there are some like exaggerated cases, like some cars. Eat like uh, 46 bm oh my god yeah like some cars eat five liters of oil every 100 kilometers which is like no uh, that's too much no that's too much no yeah that's, that's a, what i mean a crazy leak no. yeah i'm already i'm already like um spending i guess eight thousand dinars a month which is not a th actually ten thousand dinars a month on gas only in my car so if i'm gonna add yeah, if I'm gonna add five thousand dinars of oil to that sum a month, no, it's gonna no, be no, fine. No, no, it's not gonna be like this. No, you know mm -hmm. you won't uh, need five thousand every month. No. Yeah, that, you then change. you shouldn't add or change the oil more than uh, once a year, to be honest. Okay, but the oil is not we that expensive, so, so like, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, it's not an issue changing the oil for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the issue is like the car is gonna break. Yeah, even if the car breaks, whatever problem it has, uh, the, the thing is, I need, need to, to be. In, yeah, before before uh, investing in uh, in that car, I need to be in a situation where I won't need the car every day. Like I won't have uh, that thing where I have to wake up and a get daily, in my yes, car yes. and go to work with it daily. Yes. Like uh, whenever yes. I'm gonna quit my job, then I'm gonna invest in this car. And then, because uh, whatever job I'm gonna have after this is something that's gonna be uh, something that I control, something that uh, won't uh, put me in a situation where I would travel to Algiers every day, etc., which is what I'm doing now. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, for now I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna stick with my car. But as soon in a few months, in two three months, as soon as I uh, as I'm done with my job, I'm gonna be like, yeah. I think this is. Uh, the right way to do it because yeah. it's gonna break and uh, what do you do if you need a car and your car is broken absolutely, absolutely. but before yeah. buying it check it take it to a mechanic to check it and ask the guy what did they change lately yeah to see what what are the expenses that are coming up to you yeah so after driving it a bit i saw that it doesn't uh, doesn't heat up this is important for me uh, the guy said that he changed the cooling system he changed the uh, 
the clutch system. The clutch felt really, really well, really, really good. Uh, and there is like 50,000 dinars worth of uh, work on it, including uh, an ABS uh, plug. Um, okay. I don't know what else. Like La Carrosserie needs some work. La Carrosserie is like kind of beat up. It's not broken it's okay anything. it's not that expensive you can you can uh you yeah, can give yeah, it some love yeah. when you get the, the money. chases is like really uh i didn't see any problem in the chases itself so that's okay. important for me the suspension is really okay uh, so let's talk about cars now yeah yeah so tell me about your cars tell me about your three cars you have three cars you have three cars or do you have <laughs> more i think three cars i have more than that you have four cars right yeah you have like a Actually, Nissan I'm, Sunny. I'm considering <laughs> You're considering a fifth one. Yeah, I'm considering. What are you considering? I'm considering an e E46. <laughs> Shit. We're going to be bro bros. <laughs> You're going to be brothers. Yeah. I'm 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 going to buy an E46 uh, in the upcoming week. I already put money on it. So please make it an M3. Money. Is it an M3? No, it's a 330CI. Okay, okay, yeah. It's like exactly the one that I was going to buy without the engine. Yeah, it's like the most powerful. I, I'm not sure that the 330Ci was in Europe. I don't know. Anyway. But, uh, but it says 330Ci, so. Okay. Okay, so it's, it's the same, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really powerful. It's fun. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm getting. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, I guess good choice. Have you, have you considered... Um, have you considered the uh, the one series? No, but it's a small car. Hell no, no, no. I would never buy a BMW that is not a three series. What about what about the Z4? Come on. Never. Really? Is it too small or, or what? No. What's the problem? It, it is too small. That's the problem. I uh, I was uh, about to buy a Z3 and. Um, I sit in it, I could see over, uh, because it's a uh, top down, I could see like little over. Like, if oh, you get in a crash, your head is going to be cut off. Yes. Yeah. But no matter the car, if I get in a crash, my head is going to be cut off. <laughs> in yeah. any car. Okay, okay. So Tell me maybe I can talk, uh, maybe rather than talking about my cars, I can talk about the cars I want to buy or I want to have. Because my cars, is they're like... Ordinary cars. So I, I, I am cars going, I'm going going to mention your cars, so ju just so people know what we're talking about here. So you have a Dodge Challenger RT with 5.7 liter, right? Mr. Oudal. Mr. Oudal. Yeah, you have a, a Mercedes E200, right? E-Class? E no, it's, yeah, E-Class 300. 320. All right, all right, good. Uh, which eats a lot of uh gas actually oh yeah oh. yeah yeah hungry hungry bitch yes premium gas. premium gas but it's uh, it's probably the smoothest ride you can have and the most comfortable ride I see. so comfortable this car see? is crazy yeah whenever you do a road Lombolga. trip usually you take it Lombolga. depends depends like i switch cars they are my toys <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you have a nissan sony that it has no I don't have a Nissan Sunny. Whatever it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever it's called. Like, it's a <laughs> Nissan Tachalti. It's not a Nissan. Yeah, yeah. It's what? It's a GM. It's a GM. It's a Saturn. Okay. It's for the winter, you know, because we have hard winter. 
But yeah. I have also the E36 BMW 1998. Yeah. I love that car. Yeah, and when it you looks drive it, sick. It's the it best. So good. It looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I want to buy uh, Japanese cars. Yeah, More let's American talk cars. about the cars that you want. Actually, I'm surprised that no, you don't have that. Any. I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't have uh, unlimited resources, you know. I, I know the money. The I'm time. surprised you don't have any Japanese car. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised knowing you. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It just uh, <laughs> didn't happen. It just didn't happen, you know. Okay. So what uh, what JDM would you buy? What JDM would you invest in? If I had unlimited money. Mm, okay. Let's say unlimited money. If I had unlimited money, of course, I'm going to buy them all. I'm going to get uh, the R34. I'm going to get all the Godzillas. I'm going to get the Supra, of course. Uh, I'm going to get the Evo, mm -hmm. you know. Eric seven, uh, I love them all. Like, as I told you, I love, I like all cars, but the car that I want is a Land Cruiser. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but you, that, that one, I think, I guess you gotta buy it here in Algeria. You can't. Land Cruiser, I you think can't. you can. I think you can. You, you sure? can't now because uh, Dula, you need the uh, authorization. I don't know this kind of stuff. I was about to buy, uh, uh nissan patrol back in okay. the days they were cheap in algeria yeah brand new but cheap but i didn't and uh you know yeah i just gonna rent one and go with it to the american desert instead of going to timimo or tamarast sadly but i do i see i see uh so uh tell me about the cars that you want to buy with your resources if you had like the opportunity, the right car comes up, what would you get? First thing I will get uh, Subaru WRX Impreza. I really, really like that car, blue, with the stars, uh, yellow stars, like the rally one. Uh, and I love the design of the Evos, the Mitsubishi Evos. Okay, which ones, the 10 or the ones before? I love them. I love them both. Yeah, that's uh, that's some cars that I like. But uh, of course, there is other cars. There is other cars that I like, uh, hmm? like uh, I don't know Porsche. Porsche. Mm, what kind of Porsche would you get? Totally Cayenne. Oh, it's over get... between us. <laughs> no, no, never. It needs to be nine nine eleven. Needs to be nine eleven. Yeah, it has to be nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 911. Or uh, in my budget, maybe a 928. Uh, 44. No, 944. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 944 with a V8. I think that would be perfect. Yeah. No, there is no V8 inside it. It's there, a V4. There is a V8 uh, Porsche. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. No, not that. You can not uh, not Nefson 44. Mela 928. I'm not sure. I'm not did, sure about like the they, number. They, they took a V8 and they cut it in half. To create that car. Yeah, okay, wait. I'm gonna check. Yep, it exists. Yep, 928 V8. Not 928, 944 we're talking. No, 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 no. The 928 featured a large front-mounted water-cooled V8 engine driving the rear wheels. 
Yep, uh, 4.5 liters. Yes. It was. I know about this because uh, because it was featured in um, in Top Gear Patagonia special. No, no, I I know, but I'm talking about the 944. Oh, okay, I, okay. The 944 didn't have. Uh, they, yeah. they took that V8 you're talking about uh-huh. and they split it in half to make the the motor of the 944. I see. I see. Yeah. And they put a turbo on it. They put a turbo. Okay, okay. So is the 944, uh, yeah, it's newer than the 928, right? Yeah, you know what? Talking about cars, let me tell you a quick story. I, okay. An experience I had recently, like a, a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. There is a family here in Canada that has a, a huge collection of cars. Yeah. Considered in the top five in the world. Keep talking, no? And they want... I'm just going to... They want to have kind of an exhibition, not a museum, but an exhibition with the cars. And they're looking for companies to do like visual effects on the cars, projection and stuff, and and reach it out to us. And at some point, we had to go on and see the cars. And man, it was incredible. It was incredible because... When we got to see the cars, first thing, first room, and I couldn't take any picture. First room, we have like 40 old school American cars from the 50s, really cool cars, you know, uh, Cadillac, uh, JV, you know. And then in the upper floor, they had like 30 Porsches and Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And it was just outstanding everything they had and it just kept going up going up and then and the next um, the next warehouse where they keep the car we got in and they had uh, a Diablo that uh, used to to be uh, Michael Jackson's car Ooh. you were talking about Rabahdri okay okay and, uh, <laughs> and, and they have a countach yeah they have a countach in like in the living room they had a living room with the Lamborghini Countach in the living room. The Countach is, the living room is where you need to put your Countaches, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they had, they had the first bands ever. The first bands before it was Mercedes bands, the first uh, BMW. Oh, okay. And their collection, they had like over 500 cars, classic collection cars. This was but in New York, case, right? Like the Countach. No, 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 no. It was uh, in Canada, but I can't tell you where. I cannot tell you exactly where. And uh, because the collection worth a billion, uh, the Countach is zero kilometers. That's the t- craziness of this car. Like they have cars, they have a car. It's uh, brand new. <laughs> to, to, yeah, brand new. Out of office to the hangar and stayed there for 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's inc- unbelievable. Like people, they fly from Ar- Arabia. People they fly from uh, Sultana of um, not uh, what's the the name of that uh, Brunei just to see this collection just to see it in the middle of the snow and uh, it was an amazing uh, experience because we've seen like the first uh, uh, GM the first uh, the even Simon Templar car they had at some point they were like oh, I just uh, have the one model. Ferrari that uh, owned by Shaquille O'Neal and they make it Targa and it's not even a Targa. They make it Targa okay. just for him and they have it. And he has um, 
crazy cars. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, cars that uh, were owned by um, people like, uh, I said, Michael Jackson, uh, the Prince of uh, Jordan, uh, the King yeah. of Jordan. Okay. And even he even have uh, Himmler's car. What, what's that? Himmler. You know Himmler? No, no, no. Like, I don't. he was the the right hand of Hitler. Ah, uh, okay. He was the he was the designer of the a lot of the Nazism action, you know. So I maybe see. Hitler was used to used to chill in that car. So it was kind of crazy. He also had a, a Ford T, brand new. Okay, <laughs> zero kilometers for T. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and he have like four um, DeLoreans and just crazy cars and crazy cars and crazy cars and crazy cars. And we spent four hours there. And we just saw the third of the collection. At some point, he was like, do we have Ferraris? Let's go up. And we went up and we had like Testarossa. Uh, a f- a forty. A forty, Heaven. Crazy. Yeah, uh, we uh, don't have much time left. Let's yeah. go. Uh, let's get into NFTs. Let's finish this with <laughs> NFTs. Okay, let's finish this with NFTs. Let's not talk about bored apes. Okay, what's that? It's a really successful NFT series of. Uh, Ape, uh, apes, it's actually Shwada. Ah, and Eminem bought one, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there is uh, Beeple. Oh, Beeple is a genius. He deserves all his success he has. He did, he does, he does, yeah. But uh, then he worked $100 million. Dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, he worked uh, every day for uh, 15 years without uh, asking for anything. And this thing come and blow up and... Uh, I'm really glad that someone like him, a true artist and a true ambassador of digital art that helped a lot of people. Let's not forget that people was going, people was go, giving his uh, scenes and his work for everyone since years for free to use it commercially. No one does that. So I'm really glad that uh, he's been extremely successful with this. And now he's going in all the ways. Yes. So what's what he was? Uh, yeah, the thing about NFTs, like it looks like something that is completely revolutionary for some people, and for other people, it looks like a scam or a bubble that is gonna blow blow up. What do you think, as a graphic designer, as a, as I an think FX it's a, engineer? Mm. I I think it's uh, revolutionary. Okay. That's uh, undeniable. You can now attach identity or a certificate to a digital uh, creation forever and no one can replicate replicate that and the certificate of ownership can last forever virtually which is amazing so it adds a lot of value to the work of uh, millions of people and the second thing yes it is a scam too because a lot of people if there is money are gonna try to scam people to get money because they over uh, they over-evaluate stuff. People work is uh, 25 years plus of hard work and talent. But uh, a lot of people are create, generating stuff that is abstract and saying, yeah, it's an NFT. If you buy it, you can. People are buying it not for the love of the art, but they are buying it to sell it. Because some people, they bought people stuff for five bucks when he started the first weekend and they sell it for 3000 
the cool thing about this is like every every time it's sold, he gets 10%. The artist gets 10%. Okay. So he kept like, just, when he stopped selling stuff, he kept just still making uh, money because people were selling his stuff and he's just getting that 10%, 10%, 10%. So, but it's definitely uh, in the future. The sad thing with it, like some people, they remove stuff from YouTube or from stuff and put it as NFT. The other thing that I hate about it is like, big video games company like Square Enix and Ubisoft, they wanna include NFTs in the games. So you're gonna, let's say you play uh, Red Dead, then you buy a dead horse and you only want to have that, that horse. And so people will want to buy it, the white horse, the only white horse in game, $500,000. So if it's, uh, if it helps, some it's not gonna people think uh, everyone who use photoshop is gonna get rich tomorrow it's not gonna happen people that are making more money are not the artists are people that know how to sell this and create the hype around it uh, but i think that people that worked on uh, a lot of character design and stuff and that have this uh, this technology they can Let's say, let's say museum starts uh, selling NFTs of their art, the art that they have. Let's say they scan the, the mummy of uh, Tutankhamun and they're like, you can buy the real scan NFT of Tutankhamun is gonna be the only one that have it digitally. You cannot have the Tutankhamun in your place, but you can have the NFT. People will uh, buy it for millions. Imagine the Van Gogh stuff, the Picasso stuff. But then, like, like you a have photo, yeah, a photo or a scan of a Van Gogh mm -hmm. can still be copied. Like, this is the problem with NFTs. Like, when you it, buy even, a, a painting... Even the Van Gogh can be copied. Okay, there, yeah, that's a, that's a way to put it. Even yeah, the Van I guess. Can, can, can be copied. But if you have it, it's in your home and you prove that you scan this, and you sell people who will want to have the digital version. Mm, but you can and then touch there's it. also generation. <laughs> yeah, like there's there the is thing. a generation now. <laughs> the new, yeah. the, the Gen Z, they don't care. Yeah, they don't They're care not whether used it's to have physical stuff. Like in my time, the game, you buy a game, you need the game physically. You know, you have a relationship, mm. you keep the game, you take care of the game, put it on your back, take it home, play the game, remove the game. Now the game, you download it and you play. Yeah, a lot of people they play on their phones and they just it's all digital. Same yeah, thing for nice the music, case. it's on Spotify, it's on yes, <laughs> thanks. Uh, it's on yeah. uh, Spotify, so they, they never touched a lot of people, they never touched CD. Mm -hmm. Yeah, music is on Spotify, and that's it. And do you, mm -hmm. do you see yourself going and renting a DVD or a Blu ray to watch a movie? No, it's so inconvenient. No, yeah, it's so inconvenient. On Spotify, my my uh, my media is on torrent. So yeah, but a lot of people they buy uh, they buy. If you had like uh, the good uh, option and uh, the people they buy uh, music, they're gonna yeah. buy the new mm -hmm. uh, weekend album. They're gonna pay for one or two dollars per song, and they don't care. Yeah, they don't need physical album. They don't need this. Yeah, and then there is uh, the thing where the the founder of Twitter sold the first tweet for i think a million and a half dollars i thought that was ridiculous like the owner of the tweet couldn't even edit the tweet or remove it 
Yeah. Like if you own a Van Gogh, you can destroy it. <laughs> you can op you could you could put your mark on it okay. as a statement like I put my mark in history. But like you can't modify like you can't do anything to that. So so I guess the same way art does, it can become a bit ridiculous. Oh. Like oh you me, can oh. you can modify it. It's just gonna be a new piece. It's like you take a Van Gogh and you draw yourself on on the it's gonna be new art. Yeah. Let's think about, uh, let's say, uh, street art. They come and they do yeah. a drawing and someone come and do another on the top and do another on the top. It's the same. Mm. Yeah. I think that the digital life is going to blend with our real life and it's not... People, they want to own stuff. They have like mm -hmm. a PlayStation account with uh, 400 games. They don't care. They're like, oh, it's super convenient. I can change country or move. I don't need to... And they never lost my games and humidity will not kill them etc etc yeah and they won't catch covid yeah they won't catch covid and uh, you can you take can take that uh, van gogh nft and go into the metaverse and uh, show it that you have it like some people they show off in the virtual world yeah which so like the matrix is upon us yeah and that's not yeah. uh, necessarily a bad thing what i think it's like we need to find i actually search to find how i can make money of this shit that's all i think about how can i make this shit i know that this this is gonna bring a lot of work for me <laughs> yeah. but i, I, yeah. I want to make like absolutely cheap absolutely yeah yeah i'm gonna put this episode as an nft and to the highest bidder and yeah. see what happens <laughs> that can be interesting um, yeah, so Keanu Reeves was uh, ten, telling the story on uh, on an interview. He said that uh, he met a couple of uh, children and uh, they asked him about what The Matrix was about because they hadn't watched the movie yet. And he told them it was about this guy who discovered that reality wasn't actually a reality. It was like a virtual mm -hmm. reality. And then he wanted to know w uh, like what reality is actually and he wanted to get into reality and uh, get away from the virtual one etc even though the virtual one was better etc and the kids were like but why did he didn't he stay in the virtual reality like yeah. why why didn't matter yeah yeah so yeah what does it matter said, that it's like i agree with that a lot of people are scared about uh, about this metaverse thing but i don't think uh, we should be scared it's gonna be a part of us like we already we are already like uh, augmented humans you know this is an extension of us this is your memory this is your knowledge this is your way of communicating and this is how we are having this podcast right now i think it's just gonna be wonderful let's say we couldn't travel corona shit stuff i can we could be like in the studio virtually together and uh, like in vr like you're next to me and then after i I go on them with my mom and I say, you know what, mom, let's go to India for uh, two hours. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, beautiful. Some people will make weapons of it. Some people will bully other people of it. Some people will uh, make really bad things of it like they did with the internet. But this is it. A plane is like the most wonderful uh, uh, invention in history, but also bombers, you know. Yeah, and it was used oh. in 9-11. Yeah. 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 
I guess, yeah, on that note, we've done two hours. Sami, uh, thank you so two much. Hours. That was short. For, thank yeah, you. So I hope it, uh, it went well. I hope it was interesting, not too this boring. Is, this is to me like one of the most interesting episodes I've done. Your story, cool. the story of your journey is so inspiring like to people like me. And uh, what I was saying with Yasmin uh, while we were talking about you was, yeah, in my 30s, I want to be like Sami you can do it it's easy I think you're gonna be way better than me Ooh, that's why I'm interested about what you do uh, <laughs> thing is like you can do you can achieve what you want you know don't let your even if it has an impact on you don't let your environment or mostly like what people say shape your uh, your projects and your vision you know I don't care when people say that I'm great as much as I don't care when they say that I'm not. You know, I just don't listen. If I have, I want to do something or I, do, I just do it. Like people that kind of, you know, oh, you can do it. I don't care. And now that I have achieved some stuff, people are like, oh, yeah, you're the best. Just do it. And I don't care either. You know what I mean? I just see, listen I see to what your you heart. mean. Like, like, yeah, you do what you want and you don't listen to people whether they tell you to do something or not. So, yeah, yeah I, see, I see what you mean. Thank you. I mean, it was this was amazing. We need to do part two, three, four, and five. It's gonna happen, and uh, because we didn't talk about cars much, we either didn't for no, video games. Not yeah. enough. Not enough. But we even will. even we video will. games, we didn't talk much. Uh, yeah, even uh, VFX. This is an introduction. This is a good introduction. Yes, this is like the first where we laid the ground, and then. Uh, yeah, and I wanted to thank you too, also for uh, for the um, for the support of the podcast. Like you've been supporting the podcast, you've been watching episodes, commenting, you've been sharing on your stories. That meant a lot to me. So thank, thank you so much. I just I just think it's interesting. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I discovered you because I've seen the episode with uh, Rania Bancroft, and I was like, yeah, this guy is cool. This girl is uh, is cool. I should uh, I should follow this and. The rest is history. <laughs> thanks, thanks. And it was the beginning of uh, a great friendship, which is happening and now. So. Yeah, sure. And I just can't believe, just one mi more minute, that people, there are some people that will watch two hours, you know. You guys that are now, I'm looking at you guys that are like two hours, like you're amazing. I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> like, uh, like yeah, you watch yeah. two hours, us talking. It's amazing. That's what surprised me on my YouTube. Like, there's a guy who wrote me, was like, you know what? I've seen all your videos on YouTube about video games. And I'll see, I've seen all your lives, but I cannot see them live because I have an iPhone 6 and live feed doesn't work. So when you're live, I see it, but I wait the live to end, then I watch it. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. Okay, Sami, uh, thank you good so night. much for your time and good night. Good night.